Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. 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 Get ready. Here we go. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, live in the Sig Sauer Studios on the Crossbreed Holsters. Mike here in this first hour. Fort Worth Armory, Mike, in the second. All of it presented to you today and every day by X-Insurance. Greg down in Dallas. Tejas, how you doing, my brother? I'm doing pretty good. Could you tell people where to watch this show in high-definition video, please? Sure. Just head on over to armedamericanradio.org or .com. And in the top right-hand corner, you're going to see three little hash marks. Uh, Just give those a slap. And when that window opens up, select that Watch Live option. If you're doing something important like driving, we don't want you to watch the show while you're driving. Click that link right above Watch Live. That's our Listen Live option. And when you do that, you'll see two subsequent links pop open. One's going to be for the Sunday Monster Cast, and the other's going to be for this program right here. That is the Daily Defense Show. Just click appropriately. If you've missed a previous episode, you need to get caught up. Well, the link above Listen Live is our podcast link. Head over there and catch any episodes you may have missed. And if you love the show and you want to sport some merch... Well, we got a shop link down at the bottom of all of these links. Head over there and pick you something nice up. And lastly, if you want to join our live chat, head over to your app store. Grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. That's how it's done. And let me tell you, if you're watching the show, I cut myself shaving this morning right on the right side of my mouth. So if I start laughing really hard, like if our guest Lee Williams cracks me up, something like A.W.R. Hawkins does, and you see some blood dripping, it's just from a shaving wound. That's all it is. All right. But, it, you know, one of those that rarely happens to me, but it did happen to me today. And I couldn't get that thing to stop bleeding. It finally did. Those are the worst. I'll, I'll go on camera and it'll start to laugh or start to bleed. I'll, if I, once I start laughing, that's how that's going to work. Let's go to Lee the Gunwriter Williams down in Florida. Lee, how are you, my brother from another mother? Good, brother. How are you? I'm doing woundaba, doing woundaba. So let's talk some constitutional carry down in Florida. I had a conversation with Ryan Petty. He testified yesterday, I believe. Uh, Diana Muller testified. I don't remember what day it was. It might have been yesterday, might not have been. Forgive me for not remembering the days. But there's a lot of people pushing now for open carry on this. You're down there. You write about it. You're the expert. What is happening in Florida? We had a hearing yesterday in the Senate and then one again in the House today, the second one in the House. Yesterday, it's for SB 150, it was it appeared before the Public Safety Committee, which is chaired by uh, Senator Collins, Ray Collins. It was uh, it was obvious that everybody there supported the bill, but okay, everybody wants but. open carry. Yeah, uh, and uh, right now we're calling it unlicensed concealed carry bill because it's certainly not constitutional carry. I mean, constitutional carry comes with open or concealed your choice, and this definitely doesn't have that. So it, it, there were a lot of lot of public discussion, a lot of public commenters. I mean, when it started, there were 50 appearance cards. Right, right, and right. Three, and three amendments to go. And, of course, the amendments were all from the Dems. They all got shut down. Um, they, they are silly, as you can imagine. Um, the, the, the Senate Minority Leader Pro Tem, uh, Senator Pizzo, uh, he came up with all three. One of the amendments said, you can only carry one firearm at a time. Oh, my God. What, what is it? Wait, let me let me stop you right there. What is it with these people? What is it know. with these people? What honest to God, what is it? Do they just make this up as they go along? I think so. I think so, because, you know, he said he read the Second Amendment and it says arm. Well, no, it says arms. Uh, plural. Are you, so hold on a second. Let me wait a minute. Hold it. Hold it. Are you telling me? He looked at the second. Hold on. I have it tattooed on my arm. Let me read it again. (laughs) A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. He was trying to say to keep and bear arm. And even though it's arms, he was he was. What was he trying to literally? I mean, this is so 
Golly, I talk for a living and I'm dumbfounded right now. I mean, the stupidity from these people, I can feel my IQ dropping when I listen to these people. Honest to God, you really can't. what is he? You I really know. Can't. What is the guy trying to accomplish? Is it just all they want to do is stand in the way and they'll just make this stuff up? Rhetorical question, kind of, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, well, the Republicans have super majorities in the House and Senate, so there's no way this bill is not going forward. The only debate is, you know, is it going to is it going to have everything we want on it? So they're coming up with these amendments that are just insane. His second one, he said someone with a domestic violence history should not be in possession of a firearm. No, Florida law already prohibits someone with a domestic violence conviction from getting a firearm. So the whole thing was moot, moot, that failed. But the basic one he called his three sheets to the wind amendment. Um, if you're drunk or stoned, you can't, quote, be carrying a firearm on or about your person. Well, and again, Florida law says if you're drunk and you have a firearm, quote, loaded and in a person's hands, that violates Florida law. So they're just nonsensical stuff to waste time and to try and water this down. The Dems in the House actually had some pretty serious ones that really could have affected the bill, but they're going nowhere. I mean, you've got Sheriff Galtieri from Pinellas County, Bob Galtieri, and you know as well as I do, he's been a Second Amendment butter before. Yeah, he's he's changed his tune, though. I've been good to Mm -hmm. him lately. Since Parkland, that man's changed his tune, and i got to hand it to him. You correct me if I'm wrong, but is he still a butter? I I don't think think he is. I I can't 100%. Um, he is the legislative chair of the Florida Church Association. He's been all over the testimony before the House and the Senate. Mm-hmm. Um, they want the bill. They threw a bunch of school safety stuff onto this bill that will make it really hard for the Dems to vote against it, but they're still going to. I mean, stuff like expanding our school guardian program, um, doing threat analysis of any kind of school incident, more money for gun-sniffing dogs in the schools. And making sure that every every school and every agency has an active shooter response policy like we saw that didn't happen in Texas. So, you know, there's some good stuff uh, there just for schools. I don't know about the gun sniffing dogs. I think that raises Fourth Amendment issues, my friend. Um, well, hold know. on. Let's let's go. Then. Let's let's tackle that one briefly for a moment. You know, I, I was telling the story about being in uh, in a local mall outside of Atlanta in Buckhead, a place that I haven't been to but one time in 15 years and have no desire to go back to. I had to be there for to pick something up, and I they had gun-sniffing dogs in there, and I was carrying a firearm in violation of the mall policy. Couldn't care less. It's not violating the law. And, you know, as I mentioned, I think it was yesterday on the program, and as I've told the story before, I went in to pick up an expensive watch, and I, I wouldn't go anywhere near that place unarmed, period. No, and I walked right no past. Kidding. In fact, I took a picture of the no guns allowed sign. And it says on the it says on the sign, no firearms allowed, including licensed concealed carry, which th- this was prior to constitutional carry passing. Don't know if the sign is still there. As I said, don't care. I said if caught with a firearm, you can be asked to remove. Uh, you'll be removed from the premises or asked to be removed from the premises and won't be able to come back for six months. Whoa. OK, OK, okay. I can't come back here for six months. I'm not coming back anyway. But. When I walked in, there was a gun-sniffing dog, and they did have a gun-sniffing machine, you know, at the escalator going back up. So I had to get creative going out, and fortunately, I was able to go out another another entrance that I didn't have to go up that particular escalator. But it wouldn't have mattered to me. I would have gone up, and if they would, if it would have gone off, he would have said, "You have a gun." I said, "Yes." I would have had. I would have told him, "Yes, I had a gun." Well, you need to leave the mall. I'm on my way out now. Have a great day. You know. So the gun-sniffing dog deal, I've seen that with my own eyes. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that that's not a deal breaker to me if if they're putting it in the no. schools. Who put who put the amendment in the bill? Republicans or Dems? The Republicans did. They tacked on all the school safety stuff to the okay. unlicensed carry bill. And yeah, I don't think it's a deal breaker. I think you need to be very careful when you're talking children and backpacks and Fourth Amendment issues. I know that as well as you do, you know, if you go out shooting or you clean a firearm, because mm-hmm. they're trained to sniff guns, gunpowder, gun oil, ammunition, you're going to have you're going to have the smell on you for a few days. I've probably covered in it right now. Uh, So, yeah, that's that's an issue. But I think it's a good bill. I just wish, brother, I wish it had 
I wish it had uh, open carry. I wish you could call it true constitutional carry. I mean, uh, this, Lee, hold your thought. Point. Hold your thought. That's where I want to go when we come back. We're getting ready to take okay. our first break, ladies and gentlemen. When we come back, Lee, the gunwriter Williams, stays with me for the hour. We've got a fascinating conversation lined up for you today. A lot to cover with Lee, including some of his articles over at our site, Armed americannews.com but the op- the the open carry we'll go there in just a second i'll give you my ideas of what i think is going to happen in florida with that i could be wrong but i don't think so in this case because we've seen this movie before armed american radio's daily defense in the six hour studios crossbreed holsters mike all of it presented to you today and every day by x insurance we'll be back right after this Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org. Crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com.
Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back to the show indeed. I am Mark Walters, of course, filling your prescription for freedom today and every day here in these Sig Sauer studios. Got the really cool Sig Sauer hat on. Love this blue and white hat. Sig Sauer. Every single day we're in the Sig Sauer studio. Sig Sauer Mike on the weekends. Crossbreed Holsters Mike fired up for you right now. X Insurance presenting everything. If you're watching the videos, you can thank Daniel Defense and you can thank Ledslinger's Whiskey for that. More about our partners coming up. But please make it a point to go to armedamericanradio.com and armedamericannews.com and check out all of our partners and support those who support us. That's the equation. That's how it works. It's why we're here. Lee the Gunwriter Williams, welcome back in, my friend. Let, let's, let's tackle this open carry again briefly because now... This bill, we've talked about this from the outset, how we need it. Here it is. It's now a reality. It's moving for a vote. Do you have first before we go to open carry aspect of it, when do you expect this to hit the floor? Any idea? No, I really don't. I would say within 30 days for sure, because it is rocketing through the legislature. Uh, it, could, it could actually come up within two weeks. So sooner rather than later. That's my guess. Here's the prediction. While everybody's clamoring for the open carry, it's not going to happen this session. It's just not. That right now, I mean, obviously we want to try to get it in. We want to let them know what we think. We want open carry in the bill, all the amendments. We want to push that, but that's not going to happen. What I think is going to happen, if you've, because we've seen this movie play out in other states, but not with open carry like Florida. We have with, with constitutional carry. And I think Florida's not going to want to be left out of the constitutional carry bandwagon over the course of the next year. It's just going to have to come up in the next legislative session. And when all the doomsayers and naysayers are yet again proven wrong, which they will be, I think you'll see open carry come up with companion bills in the Florida House and Senate next year. Could I be right on that, do you think? I think you're probably right. The part that makes me really angry, however, is that, again, there's a Republican supermajority in the House and Senate. So we very easily could have had it. Now, I'm, I'm all about incrementalism. OK, you, you pass, you get what you can. You live to fight another day. I'm thrilled that we'll have unlicensed concealed carry. But, you know, and we have the Republicans to thank for that. However, we also have the Republicans here in Florida to thank for the fact that we're not getting open carry. This is not something they had to negotiate with the Dems. They don't have to negotiate with the Dems. To be very clear, the Republicans here in Florida did not want open carry. Uh, that's the Tourism Bureau. Yeah. Up their craw. That, that's why we've talked about that before. I don't, I don't think we need to go into that again. But the Florida Tourism Bureau may be able to be brought around next legislative session or maybe the one after that. And you've watched this play out in other states, in particular, the state to the north of you where I reside. That's the state of Georgia. So I think when they're when they're able to show the success of the bill, they'll move with the Florida Tourism Bureau to try to move for open carry addition to that bill. And then, you know, what's going to happen? You know, the whole open carry light thing that occurred in Florida a number of years ago because Florida had the printing issue. If your gun printed, you could be charged with a crime. Finally got rid of that. That's when the Florida Sheriff's Association was not real friendly to the bill at all and wouldn't have supported it in any way today. That's a whole different time. Right. That's that's how things have changed. Right. And in our favor, I should say. Not only do we have the Florida Sheriff's Association on board, the Florida Chiefs of Police Association is on board, as is the rank and file guys who are represented by the PBA, the Police Benevolent Association. So if anybody says this is, you know, law enforcement has an issue with this bill, no, they don't. I mean, you know, as well as I do, the the difference between sheriffs and and chiefs of police. Chiefs of police kind of mimic the politics of the city commission that appointed them. You know, if you got a liberal city commission like we had here in Sarasota, they appointed a liberal chief of police, the Pino. But now they're on board. So I'm pretty happy this thing's going to sail through. I don't see any sticking points right now. The reason... They're on board, the police chiefs. And that's a great distinction. I'm glad you brought that up. Even liberal is because carrying a gun in Florida, known as the gunshine state for many years before it wasn't over the last six or seven years. But that's changing again. We're seeing that that paradigm shift again is because every single law enforcement officer in the state of Florida is highly accustomed to knowing that virtually everybody in Florida carries a gun, much like Texas, much like George. It's not a threat to them. The only people that call it a threat 
are the anti-gunners, the gun prohibitionists, all these morons that run out there and scream, yell, hoot and holler and then get proven wrong. And of course, the media never issues any corrections, just gives them a mouthpiece and a bullhorn and lets them go until the bad things they predict don't happen. And I think the police chiefs, the PBA, the rank and file officers always have been. I've been talking to local law enforcement and state police down there for many, many years. They've all been for it. There have been many police officers in Florida who are here today because of law-abiding citizens carrying firearms in the state of uh, in the state of Florida. Lee, you would agree with that, right? A hundred percent. We have a very well-trained, armed citizenry down here, and we have 2.5 million concealed carry permits licenses. I'm sorry. Yeah. 2.5 million. That, that number's up over 2.6 now, and that number is growing rapidly. And uh, yeah, you're still going to see those people get their permits. For travel purposes, although it's not as necessary as it was. Let's go over to South Carolina, make a quick comparison. Any notes on whether Florida is going to beat South Carolina to the punch? It seems like they want to beat them to the punch and are moving quickly on this bill. Will Florida be 26 or will South Carolina beat it to the punch? Florida will be 26. We will be the majority state, as we start calling it. We will be the majority state. I mean, our session starts, I believe, at the 7th or 8th of next month, uh, around thereabouts. So this thing could be already and all teed up by the time the session starts. Do we know yet whether that bill will be in force with signature? Is there a is there some type of of wording in the bill that puts it out? You know, I don't know. Maybe it's effective on July first or January one of twenty twenty four. It says on the bill July first. It, it will take effect July first. However, okay. However, we are all praying and hoping that that changes and it becomes effective the minute DeSantis signs it, as he said he would. Now, how could that be if it's in the bill? I'm just curious, because that's the first they, I've heard about July 1st. That's why I wanted to ask you, because uh, I know you know yeah, this Yeah, that could be changed. That could be amended, the data, the data becomes effective. And we hope it does, because we do want to be, we just don't want to have the bill and wait for three or four months for no damn reason. We want to have that privilege, yeah. that right so we'll see. I mean, this one's yeah. up to DeSantis. Well, DeSantis has been pretty adamant about it. Uh, that's why he's going to sign this bill quickly. It's not going to sit on his desk for days on end. He's going to sign. He's going to sign this. He'll make a big hullabaloo out of it. It's going to be a big victory for him, and it'll be a victory for the Republicans as well. Uh, any any naysayers? Uh, you know, I, I, hey, I'm going to be talking about this moron in the next hour. But David Hogg or any of the rest of these got any of these other anti-gunners that are down there testifying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have plenty of moms demanding attention. And there's uh, school groups from FAMU and from uh, USF up in Tallahassee. Uh, all these kids are coming in. I think they're they're poli sci kids. And I believe probably and this is just my opinion. One of their professors, one of their liberal professors is probably giving them some type of extra credit if they go and testify against the bill. Yeah, I don't doubt that that happens. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense getting ready to take our second break here on the national broadcast. Six Hour Studios fired up, crossbreed holster, uh, microphone lit up for you. X Insurance presenting all of it. I am Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today and every day. When we come back with Lee the Gunwriter Williams, we're going to shift gears over to everybody's favorite law enforcement agency if you're a firearms owner, the BATFE. I call that the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Expletives, not Explosives, because they've earned that moniker. We'll be back with Lee right after this. You're the AFT. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. 
Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus one rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. Hi, it's Mark Walters, your host of Armed American Radio. If your company sells only the highest quality products and you're looking for a way to reach these listeners, you're talking to the right guy. Armed American Radio has a package available to fit every budget, from startup to the seasoned advertiser looking for that perfect way to reach this massive audience on roughly 250 stations in the top markets in the nation. We're everywhere, and the show continues to explode across the country after 10 years. Together, we can help you reach a highly engaged and extremely knowledgeable audience. To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at mark at armedamericanradio.org. Mark at armedamericanradio.org. And together, we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at mark at armedamericanradio.org. That's mark at armedamericanradio.org. The 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research. The classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR biggest, finest revolvers and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance. The classics. Thompson. That's right. The Tommy Gun. The incredible M1 carbine and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms. A family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but necked down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain of ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, welcome back to the show indeed. I am Mark Walters, filling your prescription for freedom. Six-hour studios are lit up on the Crossbreed mic. X-Insurance presenting everything. Welcome back in. Bottom half of the hour upon us. Lee the Gunwriter Williams. Let's continue the conversation. So there's a couple breaking stories here real quick. Uh, just three minutes ago, Kyle Rittenhouse is hit with a lawsuit from the man he shot in Kenosha. We know that's going to be Gage because the other two he shot are not breathing. So uh, good luck with that one, Gage, after you pointed a gun at him. Good. And admitted it in court. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. He's, he's, he's you know, fallen in possession of a gun he shouldn't have had that pointed it at, at, uh, at Rittenhouse, who said in court, that he didn't pull the, have the gun pointed at him until he pointed his gun at Rittenhouse. I, good luck with that one, bro. I, these these liberals just never cease to amaze me. And the other one that I'm going to be talking about in the second hour of the program is a story about uh, Columbus, Ohio school district has seen over five thousand major incidents in schools relative to violence since removing their school resource officers. No. Tell me that's not the truth. Of course it is. And we'll compare that to what's happening in Democrat defund the police cities as well on the micro and macro level. Lee, let's go to everybody's favorite law enforcement agency. Let's go to the ATF. Uh, you have a piece up on our Armed American News page. And I love the I love the image you put it. Hello, I am a hypocrite. And it's a name tag that you would stick on your 
on your on your breast lapel or something if you were at a conference. One of those, uh, you know, green and white stickers. Hypocrisy alert. ATF touts arrest of man charged with trafficking guns into Mexico. What's cooking here? Isaac Hernandez, 25-year-old American citizen who's been living in Mexico, uh, last Friday got sentenced to six years in a federal prison, 80 months. He, on July of last year, he was southbound on I-35 heading toward Laredo. You know, there's a, a point of entry there. And right. they pulled him over and they found 17 handguns in his car. Uh, of course, ATF gets involved. They figured out that from 2020 to 2022, he had purchased 231 handguns, all nines, 380s, and 22s, which officials say he smuggled into Mexico. Okay, pretty open and shut case. You know, they, they hit him hard for violating the Stop Illegal Trafficking in Arms Act. Okay, the, stop uh, for US a second. Attorney. Stop for a second. Should they have? Was he doing anything wrong? Is having 231 handguns purchased over years? Look, if I had the money, I'd buy 231 different guns, too. Is that Every a crime? Month. Is that a crime? Now, there's a, no, but they suspect that he brought him into Mexico. Do they, they know suspect. or do they just think no. he did? They think he did. Maybe he broke when when they were talking to him, but they okay. definitely knew that the 17 in his car were heading down there. So he got he ate. He's eating 80 months uh, okay. behind the wire. Um, and of course, the U.S. attorney comes up with his crap in a press release. Um, but then the special agent in charge down there, the SAC of ATF, Fred Milanowski, said in a press release, and I got to quote this man. Firearms trafficking is illegal and immoral. Unfortunately, the consequences of a firearm illegally possessed in the United States and Mexico can cause danger and harm for decades. As demonstrated by this case, we will continue to investigate and prosecute gun traffickers who endanger the lives of law-abiding citizens in our communities. Okay, hold on. I have to ask this question. Yeah, okay. Longtime listeners of Armed American Radio can likely tell where I'm going with this. Is he going to prosecute himself and recommend the prosecution of the ATF and the SAC out in Phoenix that sent thousands of guns into Mexico, one of which resulted in the death of Brian Terry, the Border Patrol agent, the other thousands that were not found, that and a hero, and the other thousands of guns that were not found, yet we do know were responsible for the deaths of citizens on both sides of the border. And, of course, that operation, that gun walking operation committed by the ATF and the agents that asked gun dealers in Phoenix to violate the law on their behalf and send those guns into Mexico illegally. Are they going to prosecute themselves? That's, of course, known as Operation Fast and Furious. Does his recommendation hold for the members of the agency that he works for? Let me guess the answer to that one. Yeah. Are they going to pick up Eric Holder and throw him in the slam right next to Mr. Hernandez? They should. I mean, when you look at the stats on Fast and Furious, 2,000 guns roughly. And we're not talking handguns. We're not talking 9s, 380s, and 22s. We're talking 50 cal Barrett sniping rifles, ARs, AKs, night vision gear, you name it. And of those 2,000 weapons, they only recovered around 700. And, yeah, you mentioned Brian Terry. But there's, these guns have been found in crime scenes Hundred over 150 crime scenes. I mean, these guns have killed a lot of Mexican citizens, a lot of Americans. Um, it, it's just a, the height of hypocrisy to me that, you know, they can just forget about it. But that is the ATF. They have short-term memory disorder. They, they never, they have a very selective memory. They never talk about their failures because all they've got is failures. And I pointed out in a story, and you, if you don't believe me, go to their website, atf.gov. They devote one page to the agency's murderous, deadly fiasco in Waco. And if you search for Randy Weaver or Ruby Ridge, that's not even on their site. Uh, I mean, these guys, it's like they're trying to rewrite history. So last Well, that's month, exactly what they're doing and what they're patting themselves on the back over the Waco yeah. incident, by the way. Hypocrites, yeah. that's a that's a very you were very, very nice to the AFT agents. And I say AFT because that's what Joe Biden calls it. Those of you who have not heard me say that before. The AFT. One more time, Joe Biden. The AFT. Yeah, Joe Biden calls the ATF the AFT. Uh, Honest to God. Uh, You know, Holder should have been brought up on charges. He should be in the middle of his 120 months about this time period, and he's not. And we all know he's never going to be. 
The whole thing's a farce and it's a joke. Now, I'm not downplaying what this guy did. This guy was clearly violating the law, right? This is a solid rap on this sure. kid. Okay? Sure. We don't, we're, we're not saying, oh, because he's a gun owner, he shouldn't have been charged. If he's trafficking guns illegally to Mexico, and it appears he was, he should be doing time. All right? I don't have a problem with that. What I have a problem with is the ATF out there patting themselves all over the back in the wake of what they did with the uh, with the Fast and Furious operation, which we talked about here and broke news on that story many times with David Kodry, who actually broke that story nationally. Uh, so, OK, let's move to pistol brace right now. Obviously, there's movement from Second Amendment Foundation, National Rifle Association, Gun Owners of America. Fifth Circuit is involved. Texas. We saw what happened with the bump stock. You cover the ATF on a regular basis. What's your gut feeling now? Because May 31st is coming quickly, and I'm not giving you, ATF, anything that I own lawfully. Nothing. You're not getting anything from me. Period. I own it. I bought it lawfully. End of discussion. Where are we on that one, Lee? I do think we're going to get some kind of judicial uh, order here real soon, putting all this foolishness on hold. I mean, is there a pro-gun organization that has not sued ATF over this? I know NRA got it, GOA did, SAF did, FPC is. I'm probably missing a few. So uh-huh. I think we're going to get some judicial relief. Um, this has to stop. There's a word for law that turns 40 million Americans into felons overnight. That's called tyranny. Uh, I know Mr. Gottlieb is hot on this story and hot on this, this, this problem here. So I would never tell anybody what to do, but I, I do believe, because that's, you know, whether to comply or not, that's a very personal decision. That's something you have to, you have to think about and mull over because there's a lot of bad things that could happen. But I'm hoping we get some type of court order here sooner rather than later that'll put this thing on hold until the case can be disposed of just like the fifth circuit's doing with bump stocks atf cannot they do not have the authority to write and then enforce their own laws now they can make certain rules but that's that's not what they're doing here they're writing their own laws they're enforcing their own laws and that that goes against the separation of powers which is what the fifth circuit found so yeah you've got congressmen on the right side of the aisle yeah, you got congressmen on the right side of the aisle on this that have had enough of this. You'll never see a Democrat join with them ever because they're more concerned about their anti-gun agenda. But fortunately for us, the Democrats and nasty Pelosi no longer control the House of Representatives. And on that end, I think you're going to see funding pulled from that by the U.S. House and the Republicans in charge. I'm hopeful about that. Now, the ATF has overstepped their bounds. And, well, if you, guys, if you ever wonder why people don't like you, that's why. We'll be right back with Lee the Gunwriter Williams. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. 
The long-awaited six-hour P365 Chamberton 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with SIG-like night sights and an optic cut, plus 210 round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at SIGSOUR.com for the new P365 380. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but necked down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Yeah, back to the show indeed. Make sure to check out Daniel Defense. I got another email from them yesterday. I believe about every two weeks you get a great email from Daniel Defense. DanielDefense.com. Make sure to check them out and make sure to support the DoubleDFoundation.org. The DoubleDFoundation.org. Cindy Daniel over there has created that foundation to support the youth shooting sports. And it is incredibly important. One of the most participated sports in the, in the United States of America, ladies and gentlemen, is the youth shooting sports. But you never know it from the mainstream press. Well, because they're guns. They don't like it. They just soon get rid of it in the Olympics as well because they hate guns. That's what this is all about. They just hate guns. Make sure to support Daniel Defense and the DoubleDFoundation.org, all of our partners. Check out uh, the Super Tuck over at Crossbreed Holsters. Sig Sauer, yesterday I was carrying the P365 macro with the uh, Romeo Zero side on it, in an N8 tactical holster. On and on and on. Visit all of our partners. Get some food. HeavensHarvest.com. Make sure to check out all of our partners, North American Arms, etc., ArmedAmericanRadio.com, and all of our partners at Armed American News. Dot com. X Insurance brings us to you every day. Lee the Gunwriter Williams, welcome back, my brother. Good to be here. All right, so one of the best articles I think you've ever written, and I've said this about a lot of things that you've written, is when it comes to destroying gun rights, George Soros plays the long game. I've read this article several times, and every time I read it, I see something different in it. I learn something new every time I read it, and that's the mark of a great piece. And you talk about the differences between Michael Bloomberg and George Soros's Open Society Foundation, why they're different, what type of game each one is playing when it comes to guns and gun rights. Would you explain to listeners what it is I'm referring to here? Yeah, you know, as gun owners, we spend a lot of time uh, fixating and worrying about what Michael Bloomberg is doing and his demanding moms, demanding attention and his various astroturf groups. Um, we should be looking at Soros and the Open Society. 
Uh, Bloomberg is more tactical in his fight against guns and our civil rights. But Soros, man, he is he is strategic. And what he's doing and the amount of money he's generating, I mean, the guy's in his 90s. He has endowed his anti-gun groups. So they will exist long, as, long after he has taken his last breath. Now, and, and he's throwing money around not just for anti-gun groups. Soros is spending millions on the media. I mean, Bloomberg, as, as I pointed out, he wants to control the media narrative. Soros actually controls the media. He yeah, actually guys. controls the media. Yeah. Why? Well, let me explain what we're talking about here, why this is so important, and just put this the nuts and bolts here together for you. When you say it's a tactical approach with Bloomberg, that tactical approach is sending little armies of, you know, orange clad or red clad T-shirts screaming moms to a particular location to draw a lot of attention for that particular or or that tactical strike on that one instance. Soros, on the other hand, if you know anything about business management, is playing that strategic five year, seven year and in his case, lifetime plan with the open society. Uh, and a great example of that, and you pointed out in the column, is his efforts to fund liberal progressive DAs, which has been wildly successful in blue dim states and in virtually every blue run city in this country. Now, why is that important? You know, when we sit here and scratch our heads, Lee, why would anybody let criminals out? Why are they doing this? Well, because the spike in crime that naturally comes from that feeds right into George Soros, his game to change the society that he can use with his minions that he owns and controls in the media to continue playing his game. Now, correct me where I'm wrong there, but that's the way I look at it with Soros. It makes perfect sense, does it not? Yeah, I call it the chaos theory. I mean, you have Soros-funded prosecutors who allow crime to surge in their jurisdictions, which creates, quote-unquote, gun violence that the Soros-funded media covers to death. And that way, the Soros-funded gun control groups can then exploit that gun violence and use it in their messaging, use it in fundraising, and use it to get legislation from friendly, liberal, progressive lawmakers. It's a vicious cycle. It's a three-pronged attack. Uh, it's evil, but it's brilliantly evil. And this is the kind of crap that, you know, Bloomberg never could have come up with to save his life. But that's like you said, this is the five year plan. This is the seven year plan. This is a lifetime plan compared to Bloomberg sending red shirts to appear at a hearing. Well, you took the word out of my mouth. That's where I was going next. I was going to ask the question. Isn't that evil to do that? To literally instigate violence intentionally so that you can use the media to and you know who the media is here. I don't believe that any of the reporters want death in the cities that they work in and cover. They're just too stupid to figure out their Soros is useful idiots. Your take on that theory. I really don't. I don't believe that the goofballs that sit and read us, as you call them, news actors actually want that to happen. They're just too stupid to figure it out. They, they don't believe that that's what Soros is doing and that they're playing right into his hands. That's how stupid these people are, Lee. Yeah, completely. And Soros is hitting him young, too. While I was still an editor, I, you know, you get a lot of boot camps. Journalism boot camps are all over the country. And it's expensive to send a reporter to one of those because you got food, lodging, travel and everything. And then there appeared uh, we got an ad on one where the food, lodging and all the travel expenses were paid for. Well, we, we dug deep into it. We found out the whole thing came from open society. It was all Soros's money that they tried to conceal. So they get these young, impressionable kids in, spin them up on how on good liberal progressivism, anti-gun rhetoric, and cut them loose. I mean, this guy's playing on so many fronts, Mark. He makes Bloomberg look like nothing, like nothing. Yeah, it's scary. I guess my I have two questions for you. Are you able to stay for the second hour? Because I didn't even touch the surface with you yet. Absolutely. All right. Well, Lee's going to stay with us for the second hour because I want to tie this together for you in the second hour by going over to and use a uh, a 10 mass shootings in the past week article from USA Today, Lee, and tie this together for listeners. You've done great work on your tweets and everything that you're putting out. So my question to you to close out this hour is how do we stop him? Can he be stopped? 
It starts with the elections. I mean, you get what you pay for. He's getting these Soros-funded prosecutors in again and again and again. That's the one chain that we can stop. You know, we have to get good candidates. They have to be supported. Have to realize that money is going to be difficult. You'll never outspend Soros. But I think if we get the word out enough that these Soros-funded prosecutors, Soros-backed DAs are causing this crap, uh, word will eventually get out. Hopefully, these people can be defeated or, if not, recalled because they're causing this crap. Do the prosecutors, are they useful idiots? I think the prosecutors have to be in on it. They're, they're far enough up the chain that they're in on this. They, they know where their money's coming from. They know what the end game is. They're part of the strategic plan to wreak havoc in their communities. Are they not knowing that the media will play right into them, knowing that they will be able to then use that to push their anti-gun political agenda? And their attempt is here, ladies and gentlemen, make no mistake about this. That's to disarm you. That's what they're working towards. All you have to do is open your eyes to what you see on the quote unquote fake news every single day. Lee, the gun writer Williams, we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back at six minutes after the hour, we're going to continue the conversation. And Lee, I want to thank you again for being able to stick around with us. We have a lot to cover with you. Very informative program today. As always, we learn a lot from Lee, the gun writer, Williams. He's the best at what he does. We also have a couple of moves by the Second Amendment Foundation we want to talk about with you as well that Lee has written about. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is going to be back, as I said, six minutes after the hour for a remaining hour of Armed American Radio. And we'll be here on the Fort Worth Armory, Mike, in the six-hour studios. Remember, all of it is being brought to you today and every day by X Insurance. Enjoy your break. We'll see you at six minutes after. Stay safe. We'll be right back. Build your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all-day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high-quality leather and a premium indoor-outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800-978-9358, and remember, use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. 